in a world where there's too much bush. wanted to give a little um, thank you to one of your li- – you have the nicest listeners. I do. And one of them wrote a thing. I forgot that last time I mentioned getting a bad review, yes. which I should not have done nor should I do in the future because like, I clearly set this person in a tra- an emotion to – remedy that and they're like look i just wrote a new review to help Aww. you out so it was a really nice lisa. review though i read it yeah, yeah it's very sweet of her so thanks lisa oh my god that was awesome welcome to the best friends fan cast and allison rosen fan podcast i am your host with my fellow co-host rafael castaneda welcome rafi aka the blue bubble boy aka henny blanco aka henny loggins aka asap rafi Many I, other, I almost, AKA, AKAs nicknamed, for days. I almost nicknamed you RSVP Rafi <laughs> last time <laughs> just to be mean. <laughs> RSVP. <laughs> um, if anyone hasn't listened to the last episode, I asked Raphael to be a permanent co-host with me every single week. And eventually we'll come up with some sort of intro and maybe make it a little bit more... For, for realsies permanent, but we still want to have everybody else on, and not that you're everybody else. You're special, but welcome, T.S. I mean, I feel pretty insulted with that introduction, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> Hi, everyone, but Lisa, how are all of you doing? You know, David Huntsberger sent me a shout-out, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, my favorite, my favorite part about that is that... Um, he seems like, well, he said he said he didn't like mean to set you off in this direction. <laughs> yes. But then your your comment was hilarious. Like you said, they must not have a lot going on upstairs or downstairs, <laughs> something like that. Yes. It's a very good review for anyone who didn't read it. <laughs> Thank you. And his last name was Shoot, so I'm like, gotta put that in there somewhere. I was good. I had different versions of it. And I'm like, oh, I'll put funniest Shoot. Why not? Because <laughs> if the guy sees it, but. When he... I didn't go with shoot for brains or <laughs> yes, eat, shoot, I, and die or anything. Okay, maybe I'll start like shoot thing. yourself. Yes, <laughs> where eat, shoot, something. I thought maybe I would start something where everyone would leave a thing, and I thought everyone can use shoot as in something, and that guy's just gonna like shoot himself. <laughs> I think this guy has issues, and it's not me. And by the way, listening back to that shout out, I realized that. He made me sound as if I was very eager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, pretty excited about that. Um, I haven't read that guy's original comment yet, but I'm going to have to after this, and I'm going to leave a comment as well, so I will throw some kind of pun on his name in there. Please do. Everyone listening, please go to Hello Robot, David Huntsberger's Hello Robot on Amazon, and leave a review. He had... Two reviews on it, one five-star and one one. So it made it three stars. When I added my five-star review, it added it up to like 3.5 or something. So it was almost four stars. So we can get it up there if everyone yep. does this. Right now, I'm looking at it right now. It is at three and a half right now with only three reviews. So everybody, get to work. Get to work. 
when he when he responded to me on Twitter, he said, "Oh, you're too nice. I hope you like the CD." And I was like, "Well, I didn't actually listen to it, but I'm sure it's hilarious." And then I thought, "Oh shit, that's kind of shitty. Like I just leave a good review just because he's on Allison Rosen's show, but we got to support her people, right?" It's good karma, I think. I think so. I'm sure if I listen to it, I would love it. I'm going to now. I have to. I I left a review, so I might as well. (laughs) So I apologize to you guys earlier before we recorded, but uh, I just want to apologize to everyone out there. I'm pretty fucking salty tonight. Uh, Jay Inslee, Brian probably shouldn't listen to this episode. It's going to be a lot of F-bombs, I'm thinking. I'm just thinking that it's going to be bad, but it might not. I don't know. This is in the To be fair. (laughs) What? I think think given (laughs) the stuff that you guys... That we all have talked about on this podcast. I'm pretty sure Jay screens the episodes before letting I his kid listen to them. would fucking hope so. Because good gosh. Okay, let's start off with some shout outs. Let's start off with a shout out to Jay Inslee and his wife, Michelle, and his son, Brian. I, I got to meet them last Friday and it was amazing. They were so much fun. He took Joanna and I out to lunch. And we went to downtown Disney it was super cool. I got to meet his son. We played tic-tac-toe. This is the best reception. I, we get to downtown Disney and I look, I'm looking for them. We had a place to meet. I'm sitting there waiting. And then he says, oh, I'm over here. Okay. So I look over. They're holding up a sign with my name on it. Like I'm <laughs> arriving <laughs> at an airport or something. Like just a big sign. This is Lisa. So I'm like, there they are. So I go over there and it, they were just awesome. They were just super cool. And then Joanna had to leave. And they had some presents for me. So I went back to his hotel room where we were like, okay, this isn't going to get weird. <laughs> He'll know what I mean. Anyway, he gave me some amazing presents. And I didn't share on the Best Friends Fancast Facebook page yet because I kind of wanted to share it next week when I do the live recording with everybody. He gave me something that's super awesome. Two things. One thing for us to try for Snack Chat. Actually, I, couldn't, I can't call it Snack Chat, but for us to taste in respect of Snapchat, and he gave me a gift that's amazing, but he also gave me a couple of extra things to give out to people, so I want to save that and have it be kind of... I'm teasing next week's episode somehow here. Okay. Anyway, really cool to meet you guys. Hi, Brian. Hopefully you're not listening right now, because fuck. <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs> okay, the next shout-out for me... I was I already had this name written down because she always always supports we met her at Podfest is Erin. Do you remember Erin, Rafi? I sure do. Erin I follow Williams. her on Instagram. She has a very cute tiny little dog. She does. And she's just always she's always been supportive since we've met her there and just always just uh, she's just I don't know, she's just, she's just awesome. But She took her awesomeness to a new level. I don't know if you guys saw on Facebook, not on the fan page part, but I posted a picture of my daughter. She has a whole bunch of Girl Scout cookies left over that we didn't sell yet. I sold some by posting that picture on Facebook. And then she, hopefully she's okay with me sharing this, but I'll cut it out if she says no. But she contacted me privately and said if there's any boxes left over, that she would happily pay for them, and I could donate them to our local fire department. How amazing is that? Sorry, I was on mute. I meant to say, <laughs> that is fucking awesome. She's I was like, also on mute. I was very scared that no one was saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your charity, Aaron! 
You think you're better than me? No, that's very nice. <laughs> like, that's... She has... This is... Okay. Her kindness and generosity is more than twofold. Number one, she's getting rid of some cookies in my house that I've already paid for. Number two, she's giving delicious cookies to much needy firemen <laughs> that need these cookies. <laughs> Number three... I get to go into the fire department and deliver them. That's All another right. gift. Thank you, Aaron. Big time. <laughs> I see. I see what this is all about. Now. I didn't realize this was a thing, but I mean, I think how generous is that? That you're just, I said, I feel like that's too much. You know, that's just too much to just do. And she said, ah, I've spent more money on dumb, dumber shit this week. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> She's so awesome. Anyway, that was it is. Huge shout out it's to a sign of becoming an adult where you're like, you're like, oh, I got to get these fucking cookies out of my house. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, how much have I invested in this stuff? Because I don't know if you know that it used to be when I was a kid, you go around, take orders, and then you turn in the orders and then you get the cookies and you deliver them. Now you have to guess how many you're going to sell, which I was, I uh, over guessed by about 30 boxes or yeah, around that. And you have to prepay for it. So you're just stuck with them. And, you know, right now, actually, a lot of people still wanted them because they're like, shoot, all of my Thin Mints are gone and I need a whole lot. So our neighbor actually came over and bought a whole bunch and some other people. I'm going to deliver some tomorrow. But she bought up the rest of them. And that's kind of amazing. So woohoo! shout out to you, Aaron. So what you're saying is your daughter's not a good salesperson. Yes. You should tell her coffee's for closers and get back out there and <laughs> peddle these cookies. You know... I really should have. <laughs> but, you know, all these people sell their kids cookies for them everywhere. And I just said, you know what? You're on your own. So she set up all these little, you know, she'd set up a booth and try and, like, shake down our neighbors <laughs> pretty much. Now I was stuck with some cookies. And I thought, all right, I'm taking a picture and putting it on Facebook. I'm sure people are, you know, jonesing for some of these $5 boxes of cookies. But anyhow, T.S., I know I didn't ask you beforehand, but do you have any shout-outs that you would like to send out to anybody in the world? Uh, I... I am going to be lame and shout out. There's a podcaster. She hosts this podcast. Uh, her name is Allison Rosen. Uh, today is her birthday. <laughs> Best so happy birthday, ever. Allison Rosen. <laughs> also, uh, Karen Kilgariff, they share the same birthday. This was revealed to us uh, from on high <laughs> during the episode where uh, Karen and Georgia from My Favorite Murder were on Allison show a couple months ago. I was just mm, listening to that. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, they share the same birthday, uh, May 11th, so keep it in your notebooks for the future. Uh, add it to your digital what's-a-who's-its. Happy birthday, both of you. Nice. My what's-a-who's-its is all full. It's all, the boxes are all checked. I don't know why I thought That's her, what they say. <laughs> I don't know why I thought her birthday was May 27th for some reason. So I saw Leanne posting something about happy birthday, and I thought, uh-oh, should I direct message her and be like, uh, you got it wrong. <laughs> And then I went on Facebook and I had the reminder, it's Allison Rosen's birthday. I'm like, oh, apparently I'm wrong. So whoever's birthday is uh, May 27th. Oh, my God. I think I know who it is. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I think it's Adam Carolla's, but I'm not going to. I'm going to cut that out. Anyhow. Uh, well, <laughs> you don't have to cut it out. Nope, no one listening to this cares that much. So <laughs> you can just leave it in. Yeah, that was rough. Or maybe it's his kids. Oh, man. Okay. Anyhow. Uh, They're all emotionally about the same age, so it doesn't matter. This is true. (laughs) Lil Rafi, you have any shout-outs? 
Um, I was going to say happy birthday to Allison, but uh, he covered that. Shout out to anyone who fucks with me on Twitter. Whoa. All you guys know who you are. Whoa. That's, that, <laughs> that means Paul, Jen. Um, I'm bad with remembering things on the spot. Um, Mika, uh, fucking Matt, uh, fucking what's her face? Why am I blanking on her name? Leanne. Megan? (laughs) No, Megan is the opposite of fucks with me on Twitter. She will never, ever like my tweets. She doesn't retweet. She she probably has me muted, which I can't blame her. So no shout out to Megan. (laughs) She's all rap schmap. (laughs) But shout out to Megan because our texts are great. Um, But also shout out to anyone who has me muted or blocked on Twitter, especially the one person me and Lisa are thinking about. Uh Fuck that lady. Five percent. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's all. Shout out to the duds. Cool. Well, um, I have to say really quick before we talk about Monday's episode, the reason why I'm so salty, I need to vent. I need to talk to you in in the spirit of Mother's Day. I want to say happy Mother's Day to all you good mothers out there. And now I need to vent. I think I could have a whole segment. Um, what was I going to call it? How my mom could really fuck everything up. No, it's what is it? It's something similar to that. Oh, my mom strikes again. That's what it's going to be. Because I fucking can't. I kid you not. Every time I talk to her, it's something. And I feel bad for people that maybe they don't have mothers on this great event this Sunday. But this is my mom, okay? Every single time there's a holiday, I make her breakfast. Like, we've had this thing where it's a thing that I make her breakfast. Like, Easter, Christmas, Mother's Day. It's like a thing. We have this big thing. The last two times, she's been, like, two or three hours late. So, we're all sitting around waiting. I'm pretty much drunk by the time she gets there, which is fine with me. But the kids are like, can we eat yet? I was like, no, we gotta wait for Grandma. Okay, so this year I said, you know what, for Mother's Day, I don't want the stress. Let's just go to one of our favorite restaurants that that now has Mother's Day. All right, so I text my mom, hey, we're going to Mother's Day. We'd love to invite you to this restaurant. Cool. So today she calls me and she says, and I realize maybe I'm going to sound petty, but she says, oh, my girlfriend's uh, friend and daughter are in town and I wondered if they could join us for Mother's Day. And I'm like, okay. That's fine. I have to call and see. It's kind of late notice, so I'll call and see if they can fit us in, because it's a really small restaurant. No problem. She's like, oh, I actually already did. I just wanted to see if it was okay first. (laughs) She called and changed my reservation to add these people I don't know to our thing. Is that insane, or am I insane? Please tell me. Talk me down. Uh, It is not (laughs) <laughs> it's what you would call faux pas. It is It is exactly the sort of thing that someone would be upset that their parents did. So I can't, okay, I can't call you out. And I really thought I was avoiding the drama by saying, you know what? We're not going to be sitting here waiting for two or three hours to eat. We're going to go to a restaurant. If you're not there, fuck it. We're eating. I'm eating. Whatever. I'm going to get drunk. I'm Ubering. Whatever. It's Mother's Day, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. I'm telling you. It's just that she does this kind of stuff all the time. Every time I talk to her, there's something where she throws a monkey wrench in there. And I'll try and, like, get her where I think, oh, I'm going to get her. Like, okay, give me. I'll give you another example. Okay. For our anniversary. Please do. For our anniversary. Hold on. 
you and your husband's anniversary, you Correct. mean, yeah? My, yeah okay, thank you. Not my mom and my anniversary, which would be Mother's Day. Um, yeah. Well, your birthday, I think, would technically but oh, go yeah. on. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. So for my husband's and my anniversary, she's at our house on Easter, which she's three hours late for. And I'm already like two bottles in, just whatever. Cool. I don't care about any stories you guys are talking about. You guys are weird and annoying and whatever. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Anyway. This is the present. This is the most passive-aggressive Mother's Day present. You send her a link to the episode with a timestamp. You want to know how I feel about you? There you go, Mommy dearest. All right. So, for our anniversary, she. this is... Okay. She's sitting there, and she's like, where are you guys staying for your anniversary? And we told her where we are staying. So, they're on their phones and, like, checking stuff, and she's like, oh, we're going to... Um, we were going to pay for your night to stay there. So we were going to book it for you. And I'm like, well, it's a week away. So we already booked it because it would already be, I mean, that's not like at first I was like, well, no, we already booked it, but thank you. That's really nice. And she was all disappointed. And I'm just like, well, okay. I, I already booked it. Like, of course a month in advance. I'm not like a last minute person. I have got kids and a bunch of other stuff going on. So then Afterwards, I told my husband, I'm like, well, she's still going to pay for it because she offered. <laughs> so then I texted her and, okay, this is me being ungrateful, maybe. I don't know. So I told my husband, I'm like, well, she did offer. So I'm going to text her like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, your generosity, like really like I wasn't really thankful about it because I was so confused about how nice that was. Or I don't know. That sounds really shitty the way I'm saying it. Anyways, I was trying to see if she was still going to pay for it. And she, she was like. No, but if my, you know, if your husband wants to come help us work with whatever we're doing, we'd be happy to have him work for us. And we're like, she spun it into something else. She's fucking diabolical. I I feel like I'm not explaining it correctly, but uh, yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna need to listen. Also, I I have been drinking, uh, so I'm gonna need you to go back, rewind. I'm gonna hit the the back button on, on this conversation by about thirty seconds. So, what kind of work was she asking? Was okay. she propositioning as a trade for she the situation? And her girlfriend have a tour company where they go take people on tour. Which there's a few issues with this. Number one, my husband's not licensed to take tours. If something happened, what's going to happen? Are we going to get sued? I don't know what's going to happen. So there's that. And so he's he going to be take a, some like a tour bus driver. Well, this one would probably be a tour, a trip just to the airport. So they also do like just driving. Okay. So anyway, I was trying to call her out on them, this grand gesture of they're going to pay for our night. And she turned it around into, well, if your husband wants to come work, <laughs> we'd be happy to pay him. <laughs> like what? And I, I, I don't know. Like you're going to offer. Here's the other... Okay, I really need more backstory. She offers a lot of things and never follows through. Ever. So uh -huh. I, I never get my hopes up because I always... She will do that to the kids and they'll be like, Oh, Grandma promised to take us wherever. And I'm like, Oh, you know, she's probably going to get too busy. I have to make the excuses. Like, she's a deadbeat dad, almost, to my kids. <laughs> like, the stuff my mom used to have to do with my dad. But now she says it to me and I'll just be like... Okay, cool. And I know it's just never going to be a thing because that's just something she does. So this time she did it in front of everybody. And I'm like, I'm going to call her out on it. And she spun it on me. I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Okay. Anyway. Um, 
Yes. I don't want to correct you, but oh. Mother's Day was actually yesterday. Okay, I did get a happy Mexican Mother's Day from one of my friends. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> of course that's what I'm talking about. Um, I was going to tweet about it, but then I was uh, distracted because I was having a meal with my mother that I paid for. So uh, I oh, can't relate. Aren't you good? Aren't you nice? Yeah, some of us, you know, respect our parents and have good relationships. I don't, I think maybe, actually, no. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can relate. Not exactly that. My mom is very low drama, um, but we we have our own issues. So I, it's, um, okay. it can be hard to explain to people who don't have those issues with their parents what these, these things that seem small represent, you know, yes. 20 years of other stuff. And it's like, it is. It's like a lifetime of, like, being let down. And then me always is the one, like, my brother and sister never have her over, ever, for anything. They don't do anything. So I'm always the one planning, like, her birthday. I was always planning Mother's Day. But now I just made it our thing where this is our thing, you know. And then it started becoming Easter and Christmas because they weren't having her over. So it was always me doing it. But then it always backfires on me because she does something crazy or is three hours late. It's just like, uh, even for like my kids' birthdays, we'll have reservations for something and she'll always be late. So my in-laws, we're all sitting there waiting. They won't seat us until my mom's there. And she's just like, just go ahead and start without me. It's like, hey, we have a reservation for a reason and they're not going to seat us till you get here. Why the fuck can't you be on time? Like seriously, every time, late, always Anyways. Have you considered just lying? Like, tell her it's yes. at three when it's really oh. at six or whatever? <laughs> I, yes, my husband told me to do that with this Mother's Day thing. And I ended up, I can't lie to her. So I'm like, it, and I did it at 1030. What am I going to say? 10? That's really freaking early. <laughs> I'm like, it's 1030, so we'll see you there. And she's like, oh, should we go down to this other place and somewhere else? I'm like, no, I already made a reservation. So if you want to join us, feel free. And now she, she called ahead. Are you kidding me? She just went ahead and added people to the party. This was like something my husband wanted to take me to. And I said, well, we should invite my mom and her girlfriend. And now she just commandeered it. Oh, my God. So, silly question. Who did she add to this to this Some people I don't thing? know. But apparently I'm going to really get along with her because she's my age. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know if it's. I don't know who it is. She said a friend of a friend of somebody with their kids. I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. I always say yes. I never say no. I'm just like, okay, cool. Can't wait to see ya. And then afterwards, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. I realize this has been 23 minutes of tangents, and we haven't even talked about Allison yet. Well, it was her birthday, so happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be her first Mother's Day. That's kind of awesome. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. It's really awesome. And we're going to find out what Jen is having soon, I imagine. Because she's back in town. So that's going to be awesome, too. Hopefully well, we Jen is out. in jail, according to the Thursday oh, episode. Oh, yes. So. I know. What a tease. I can't wait to hear yeah, God knows. their episode. Does that come out tomorrow, maybe? Yes. Okay, good. I'm so far behind, and I finally put my... You must remember this podcast on hold. I'm like, okay, I need to get back into listening. Sorry, not sorry, because I'm I'm literally, I think I'm behind, like by a whole year. I think I'm in June or July of last year, so I'm pretty far behind. I need to catch up. All right, let's talk about Monday's episode with Elizabeth Lane, which I I love her. She's 
returned. She is great. She really is great. Um, so we're good. We can talk about Thursday now. <laughs> I love that she has a new podcast idea every week, which I think we, especially now with podcasts being everything, I think, oh, number one, I make fun of things saying, oh, there's probably podcasts about that. Or I think, oh, there should be a podcast about this. Or I hope, you know, I want to start a podcast about this. But I feel like with all these famous people starting podcasts now, pff, we're all going to be lost. Yeah, but... No one gives a shit about famous people, <laughs> which is the worst, craziest, least accurate statement ever stated. But uh, in terms of podcasts, it's not like like people know who Mark Maron is because of his podcast, not because he was mm. famous or okay. the My Favorite Murder People or whoever. Like people, it's like someone was saying this, some podcast, they were talking about how much it is like old time radio. Like people will, will listen um, because they don't get that sort of long form hearing someone talk about stuff anywhere yes. else other than radio but this audience of people who are in their maybe in their 20s and 30s who didn't grow up listening to radio um aren't used to that and and are sort of discovering that for the first time even though it's a sort of it's an older it's a new version of an older art form so um i i would suggest especially to someone like you who has experience doing a, a podcast clearly um, <laughs> can do a do well. I mean, I didn't say you were good. I said you had experience. <laughs> no, um, I would say just do a podcast. Like, like yeah. you're you're good at this. People like you. Gosh like darn it, people like you. And people like I don't know who these people are. Somebody must people like you. Like um, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all, all. Everyone loves Lisa. Um, oh, that's, gonna that's be the, the name of, of your podcast, podcast, by the way. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's not about like. Having it's not about being famous or having like a, a high profile. Just do a podcast and people will find it hopefully. And you can you can tell people who already listen to this and you know it, it'll it'll be a word of mouth thing. It's true, fun. true. And I know I shared like with I you... don't think Shaq's podcast is any better than any of the stuff that I listen to <laughs> just because he's famous. Shaq's podcast. Do you listen to Shaq's podcast? No, because why the fuck would I listen to Shaq? I heard it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I've heard it's good. I haven't listened to it, but um, I know Elizabeth Lame is a fan favorite with good reason. But when everyone has a fucking podcast now, like fucking what Bill O'Reilly started his now because he got fired. Um, it's it's funny that she has these crazy ideas for podcasts, but I think about that, too. Um like, oh, someone should do a show about this or it should be like that. But now I feel like there are so many that, like, I don't even listen to music anymore because I can't right. listen to anything at work now. So I I just listen to my weekly podcasts and that fills up all, like, my driving time or my, you know, doing chores around the house time. I don't think we need any more podcasts, but... <laughs> And and, um, oh, and I hear of all these new ones, and I think, God, I don't have time for anything new. And then I finally, we were talking about S-Town the last time, and I finally dug into that. I think I listened to about four episodes. And it's that feeling when you find some new show, like on like on TV, you know, where you find some new show to love. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is here. I'm so glad I'm enjoying this. And then it'll be over. But, but it's still, it's so great to find a new podcast and have time to listen to it, but... Like I said, I'm so far behind on Sorry Not Sorry that I want to get caught up on that. Like, I want to get caught up on even Dana Gould. I think I have, like, four episodes I haven't listened to yet. And his are, like, three hours long. 
and every second is gold, but I need to dedicate some time to it. And it's just, there's no time. And I don't listen to music anymore either, but I don't know. It, yeah. I, it's, would well, you listen a, to the Bush cast <laughs> or the pube cast? I, I've, yes. <laughs> uh, see, Bush vote Bush was my idea for the, for the name of that, that podcast, or Bush. maybe my... like the Bush daughters or something. I don't know. My idea um, but... was uh, we've got Bush from oh, it's good. Revenge of the Nerds. We've got Bush. Uh, I don't know how much they would talk. It's about. ironic to use that for like uh, that's not a great title for a podcast about how like women <laughs> should feel empowered because there's like a <laughs> like a troubling gray rape scene at the end of that movie. <laughs> It's all, uh, what did you say? Oh, hair pie <laughs> right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that probably. No, but yeah, the spin. podcast. Yeah. I mean, the podcast thing is like, it's like too many good shows on TV. It's like a good news, bad news type thing. It's like, you don't have time to keep up with all of the, the good stuff people are putting out. Uh, last episode of the Dana Gould show was really good, by the way. You should give it a shot. But, uh. Yeah. Um, but it's, they did a mommy dearest thing, which you might appreciate in the middle of the show. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, and I, I could give a shit like the, the, to me at least, like when I think of celebrities or big names with podcasts, that's a way for people who don't, it's a way to in, it's a gateway podcast for people to find cooler stuff. Like, I don't think Bill O'Reilly's podcast is any smarter than like the, the 9 million political podcasts that are already out there. It's just that he has a big name. Um, so in terms of actually, who is putting out good stuff like that? That has nothing to do with how high profile someone is, other than the fact yeah, that maybe their production true. is a little better. Their production might be better, and their name, especially people that are just now getting into podcasts, especially old people <laughs> or maybe really young people, where it's totally new, and now all of a sudden these people that they're fans of are doing a podcast. So maybe their name will get them out there. So you have to have something to get you out there but yeah i don't know i i don't know yeah. about this bush cast i don't know how much it would go but you know what speaking of <laughs> i don't know what i was gonna say speaking of pubes that was horrible um jen's gonna go on jen's gonna oh wow <laughs> that is that is not a good transition Lisa. that is the worst speaking wow of pubes, let's just let that uh, sit in the air for a while just let yeah. that air out let that air right out what's up jen Hey, what's up? <laughs> How's You're, it going? This, hi, welcome. Hello. Hello. Um, the segue to getting you on the show is rough, but oh. hopefully you'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen back with love. Spirit is which, in, which is intended. Um, uh, probably only listen to when I'm about to talk because I don't want to hear my own voice, so I'll listen for a little bit. Okay, good. We literally just started talking about the Elizabeth Lame episode. Uh, we were talking about we we're talking a little bit about the Bush cast. Oh. I was, <laughs> I was. Oh gonna... God! Oh. oh, now I know what my segue was. <laughs> my hair. <laughs> All right. So now that I'm on with a girl, now that I'm on hey. with uh, some, sorry, and Jen, the woman. <laughs> um, oh wow! <laughs> <sorry>. Thank you. <laughs> Pregnancy, pre-pregnancy and after, post-pube uh, situations. Are we open with this or shall we uh, skate <laughs> or skirt? <laughs> Have some more beers, Lisa. Uh, I really, I mean, I know Elizabeth Lame is very opinionated about this for herself, which I think, I don't like, what everybody does is their own thing, but I don't think I can be taken into consideration since I am 
I'm a natural blonde. So let's just say oh, I don't have much hair. Okay. So I don't think it's uh, something I have to worry about. So, so you don't, I don't have a containment issue like our like us uh, Mexicans <laughs> <laughs> do. <laughs> even if, even if I did at some point later in life, if, you know, whatever. But it's so light, you wouldn't be able to see it. So no, I don't really care. I I don't I don't care about that stuff. So okay, maybe because I don't have to. But I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me. I mean, you see men swimming right. in the pool next to you, who oh. maybe they'll wear speedos. Oh. But their pubic hair extends all the way oh. down their leg, essentially, because it's the same hair that's in that area. So yeah, that's, that's true. The, that's more a containment issue than women. Yeah, and that look on a woman is is something. The, um, <laughs> our neighbor is European, and he rolls over with his banana hammock. And he's like, oh, yeah. what? It's totally normal. It's like, you've lived here for 20 years. You realize that nobody else around you wears those things. You're like... I don't think so. But he doesn't have a containment issue. I don't think Hungarians have a big... Oh, although European, big, you'd think. A big what? Uh, uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if we're stereotyping, it, because okay, everything... Go ahead. Why not? No, because Lisa enjoys racism. We've all discovered course, this listening to the show. Um, <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> it's not an issue of, like, Eastern european men not having body hair it's an, it's an issue of them not caring because it's it's normal just to be like hey right. let it all out right. right like they just embrace wall-to-wall shag or banana I, hammocks which way are we going all of it all of sure. I mean, kinda, they're both related in the sense that hey i'm just gonna this is this is my uh my my quote in my yearbook hey i'm just gonna roll out with this banana hammock like completely unshaved and just just <laughs> Chill out. That's, that's, how, that's, that's how they think. <laughs> I don't know if that's your high school quote or if that's just your memoirs. No, it's I wrote it in someone else's yearbook, actually. Oh, okay, I, I go by high school sometimes just to see what's going on, what the kids are into. Um, is that the how same the girls as... are dressing, just whatever. <laughs> You're the man they're calling the police about. Yeah, so the high schools and, the, and your local Wendy's then? Uh, see, that... Lisa is alluding to a time where I happened to be hanging out with a prostitute that is completely unrelated to her line of work. Uh-huh. In the Wendy's parking lot. I mean, it's I'm not both. like it was... If you're in the mood for a square box, I mean, cheeseburger. Wow. What? Wow. Oh, my God. First of all, I'm not sure what square box would even mean. I but... don't even know. That doesn't even make sense. <sighs> Maybe I need a waffle. <laughs> But <laughs> or two, on, or two. Yeah. <laughs> on the note of what Elizabeth, this is a weird episode. I feel like I say uh-huh. that every episode I'm on. <laughs> this yes. is so weird. Oh, let's blame you. It goes weird. Oh, because you're racist is probably why. But it is probably why. <laughs> Elizabeth Flame was talking about how her husband and also Alice mentioned that Daniel don't really care about the pube right. thing that much. It's not a. It's a lot of it is women feeling pressure to conform to a certain standard, but men are just kind of happy to be there like we usually are. Some right. guys have a preference, I'm sure, and some some guys may have a strong preference, but that's not most guys. The norm. I think you're right, and I think like what they're saying, the whole watching porn has really led men down a line, uh, down a path that nobody really wants to, like the whole... Down a trail, if you will. <laughs> Thank you! A happy trail! <laughs> No, but that's true. Like it's, and also women feel the need to be like to compete with something yes. that's not real. Real, right? And I think, 
I've heard vintage Bush is back, and I'm going with that. Um, it's more just I'm lazy, but let's say that I'm all for it. Yeah, my husband doesn't give a shit. He, I remember one of my friends was like, you need to wear matching bra and underwear and dress oh, for your man and all this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, all my husband cares about is that it's off. He doesn't give a shit if they match. Like, he's happy he's there. Like, no... I don't need to decorate it. I don't need a landing strip. I don't need to look like a toddler. He's there. He's good. You don't bejazzle for your husband? <laughs> Gosh, there's so many choices of titles for this show. I don't know what which direction. Aside from Bush confidence, they were talking about their wants and their desires for their kids as far as like what they see for them in the, in the future. And Jen, you missed my whole tirade on... on really dragging my mom through the dirt here but mm. for my own kids and now that you are someone that has kids we can talk about what i mean what do you want for your kids what are, maybe i'm kind of like putting you on the spot they said yeah. a lot of nice things and i think i don't know if my mom had that had these mm -hmm. thoughts at any point or if it's just kind of went out when you get older and have brain tumors like i don't know what happens but maybe what, what are your desires for your kids i mean i think it's the same as what they were saying you know it's happiness it's um especially having to raise two girls i want them to be confident i don't you know that whole thing i don't want them anybody else to take away from what they naturally have and of course as a mom you always see the best in your children or hopefully you do see the best in your children and so i know how cruel girls can be uh and i just want them to kind of go into the world not afraid to use their voice to take up space to be who they want to be no matter what that is and uh not have to worry about it you know they stand out that that's okay to be your an individual is is okay and you know just to have good friends around them because i think that's what mm. really matters in this whole world is surrounding yourself with good people and that will get you to where you want to be because you'll be supported rather than the other kids who's maybe whose parents have taught them a different way than what you've taught so just to surround themselves with good people and to go after what they want and make no apologies. Well said. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's, uh, yeah, me too. I <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> uh, I couldn't agree more. I'm dealing with certain aspects of that right now with both kids. Yeah. I've talked a little bit about it's not really bullying. There's certain things that are going on with the kids where it is learning experience. And there's a balance of... I don't want to clean up their mess for them, right, but right. I also don't want, I want to step in when it gets past a certain point. And yeah, especially right now with my daughter, she's being influenced by one of her new friends really only has one friend right now because all the girls at school are mean. And it's yeah. just the friend she new friend she has right now. It's she's really nice and she's a good friend, but um, we're just on the border of some weird things that maybe I'll share on another time. But anyway, I have to kind of, have that conversation with her of don't let her influence you to be mm -hmm. like she is. You can be yourself and still be friends because she still is a good friend to you. You just need to not fall into what she's going through. And it's a, it's a whole long story. And I already yeah. sidetracked on this whole episode, but anyway, that was very well said, Jen. So thank you. 
when Lil Rafi and and Lil Rachel have kids, I'm sure they'll have the same feeling. <laughs> well, you know, they said that a road trip is a good way to know, and they didn't kill each other on the road trip to Utah, so I think that's a good sign. You know, yeah, I was going to tweet them about that, because somebody, somebody tweeted Al and Jenna about taking a road trip into, like, in their relationship, and that they had a fight. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, Trice, but I know the only important things to me is that my son uh fuck bitches get money am i right i mean i would even say if you get twice as many bitches you can get less money or twice as much money you can sort of parlay on the bitch bitch aspect yeah yeah but i think the spirit is correct (laughs) that's the important stuff this is a well-rounded show i'd say (laughs) right (laughs) you know why don't we talk about astrology since we're talking about really important things at first, I thought, oh, I feel just the same way as Elizabeth. But then she kind of went off a little bit further than I do. But I, mm-hmm. I'm i not a big believer, but a lot rings true to right. my signs and also to others. And I am not one of these people that think, okay, if you're this, I'm never going to be friends with you because the book says so. But everything, a lot of things just ring true. So, but this brings me to a topic. They were trying to figure out, this is a topic that's been up in my own head that I haven't talked about on this show. Jeff, Colonel Jeff Fox. Okay. Mm -hmm. A few issues. There was one episode. This is me trying to do some uh, sluice work. (laughs) Sluice? Sluice. No, I'm not actually gold. Sure. A sluice. Yeah. (laughs) Sluice, by the way, one of the dirtiest words that's not describing anything (laughs) dirty. So on one episode, Jeff is very, very secretive. Okay. On one episode, they're talking about... The biggest day of the year for suicide is January 2nd. And he laughed and said, that's my birthday. But it was kind of like on the side, whatever. And like it kind of went. But of course, my ears perked up because number one, I'm January also. And of course, it's Joe. So then what? Oh, then what was it? Oh, then on January 2nd, I sent him a happy birthday tweet and he never liked it, which not that that really matters, but if I send him something, he'll like it. I ra- rarely send him something unless it, like, is something. But a happy birthday, maybe he'll like, but he didn't. So then I was on their website, and there was this thing under his name that said that he was a Libra. And I thought, well, Libra, that's October. So is he, like, just totally joshing everybody, you know? Like, what is just a joke that he's a Libra? So then it came up on this show that he said he was a Libra. But then Allison said, oh, he's not really a Libra anyway during this episode okay so i, I think answers. the the suicide thing that was just typical jeff joke uh-huh. I, I think you guys take him more seriously yes. and i think he loves that with yes. with what was the fucking thing that we were talking about on facebook oh cats his 13 cats yes there's no fucking way he owns 13 yeah. black cats he was fucking with everyone he was making those names up on the spot, and apparently everyone believed him, except for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think his birthday is on the highest suicide rate day. I don't think he has 13 <laughs> black cats named after random dudes. Those things do go together, though, to be fair. Suiciding <laughs> kind of. cats. Yes. But, um, so, you think he's a Libra? If he's a Libra, all bets are off. I is mean... That- what did, yeah, what do the signs mean? Because I'm a Taurus, and not only that, I was born in the year of the dragon, and I don't think I'm okay. any of the things other than stubborn. That's why you and I get along. I hear that Taurus... Well, see, I'm a Capricorn, which also has horns, but 
Capricorn and Taurus get along, and I was a sign of the year of the dragon too. But um, what's a Capricorn? What's the? It's the goat. Oh the wait, what's Aries then? <laughs> it's a ram. Oh. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. And oh, do, do my. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, my son's an Aries, and my daughter's uh, a Leo, and I think Leos—they all say that they all have like lion faces, which she kind of does, and every Leo I've ever met does. But I don't know. Like she was, ta- you know, Elizabeth was talking about Sagittarius, so I only knew one in my life that I didn't like, and then Pisces, <laughs> and I never really knew any of anymore. As far as like all of my friends are all Capricorns and Aquarius now, as an adult, as a kid, they were all Scorpios, and Libras and Scorpios and Libras always fucked me. <laughs> Not in a good way. <laughs> All right. But I did end up marrying a Libra. So that's, you know, like I said, I don't go go by it, but it, a lot of things ring true. And but I can't, um, you know, whatever. My mom's a Taurus, so maybe <laughs> <laughs> we get along in general, though. Love you, um, my you definitely do not, by the way. <laughs> I believe we talked about that earlier. <laughs> what, Rafi? Oh, I was going to say, my sister's... Um... Oh, shit, you just said it. Aries. Wait, mm. that's March, right? March, April. Beginning of April. Yeah, so she... Yeah. Uh, that's her. My mom is a Taurus like me. Um, and I don't know anyone else's signs, because why would I know that? But... Do you guys believe in that stuff? I went looking up like the little birth order since Elizabeth Lane talked about it with her kids, and I was wondering with my kids. So I'm a Cancer, and then my is oldest June? is as July. June, okay, July. Yeah, and then Gemini is after you. Okay, uh, Leo is after me. Isn't July Gemini too? Leo is no. August in July, right? Right. No, I think it's just. Um, Cancer. What's before me? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's before me. Um, my I know a lot. <laughs> my oldest is like right on the cusp of Cancer, Leo, and then my youngest um, that I just had is a Leo. And what's funny is when you said they all have lion faces, she does. My little really? baby definitely has like she has like that forehead ridge kind of lion kind of look, which is I never knew like thought about that before. But they definitely have some sort of similarities um to their quote-unquote signs and but once i started looking under the third moon of the blah, 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 it was just too much right um when they were saying the mercury whatever and right. i know rafi you were talking about that before when we were having a weird night and you said something about mercury's in uranus or something and i'm like whatever <laughs> <laughs> mercury was so, in retrograde and so i don't know that because of twitter by retrograde you mean uranus <laughs> that's the same thing <laughs> So, I think you're just obsessed with things in Uranus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, take it for what it is. You can put fit anything into, you know, any box or whatever. But, um, boxes, uh, uh, but uh, I've seen those movies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stroop waffle. But um, I think that, uh, you know, it depends on, you know, what you want to go on or what you want to believe. Everything has energy, you know, no matter is destroyed or, or newly created. So I think everything can have an effect on, you know, everything else. The moon, everything. But, I don't know. I mean, there's nature and there's nurture. So take it for what it is. So, Rafa, well, you're a Taurus. What are you, T.S.? 
I am a Sagittarius. Uh, uh-huh. By the way, is that someone, December? Aha, aha, aha. No, uh, wait. Late, late November. Ah, oh, so so close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know much past Scorpios <laughs> before you, right? Uh yes, Those I want to say. Scorpios. But as someone who does not believe in astrology at all, uh, I still like. If I hear that someone was a Sagittarius, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, good team. <laughs> yeah. It's like when someone has the same car as you, like yeah, like yeah. the same model car, you're like, yeah, we're we're like we're not siblings, but we're cousins. We're on we're you know, we're in the same family. Right. I agree. I'm a little more than that into it, but not uh, clearly. I don't I know ish. Everything is just kinda eh. And you could look into either I think a lot of people could try and say, Oh, I could see myself in any of these things and maybe you just relate to a certain one or maybe you just see yourself as a certain one but i always thought aquarius were the best i wanted to have aquarius children i did not but i think uh, i don't know anybody that had one on the show either no oh yeah wait allison did elliot is one i think so yeah he's gonna be awesome there Good you job. go way to go daniel <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so, right. Bush. <laughs> I was also going to say, well, I can edit this out, but you know what? I'm leaving that bush right in there. <laughs> well, that's your policy. Um, but, so, can I... Yes, please interject. Just to go back to that for one second, like, Elizabeth Lane mentioned, like, it was like a hundred bucks to get a wax, which is like, that's, as a guy who's probably not going to ever do that, that's crazy. That's a lot of money. It's not only a lot of money, but a lot of your dignity. Like, your legs are up over your head, and I don't even... I've never done this for many reasons. Money is the lowest on the rung of reasons, but just... Even the pain, okay, yeah, that's going to really suck. But now your legs are up over your head, and they tuck your underwear inside. I, I, I don't know how any of it works, and I don't... Uh, really... Hold on, I'm going to need to finish that <laughs> sentence. They tuck your underwear what? Right, Jen? Am I right? I've never had a wax. I do not know what they do. <laughs> I've just heard, of course, if it's Brazilian, I guess you're just like totally naked and you're just doing every crevice. Nook and cranny is yeah, it's hairless. English but... muffin. That's front and back, yeah. Yeah. So I, you put your legs up over your head and then they take your underwear and put it like in, in your front butt. <laughs> wait, wait. Why are you wearing okay. underwear? Hold on. Two. If you're just, I think. Are you talking about they're just like doing the bikini region, like kind of like the thigh-ish? Okay, that would make sense. But take off your underwear. What are you doing? Uh, Hey, if you want to be loosey goosey with your life, I surely don't. (laughs) I'm not the one getting whacked. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I just, um, I guess I just heard that that's how it works. People out there that've gotten um, all these. (laughs) versions of waxing please let me know i've had my legs and underarms waxed and that's it and that was enough okay i think me and trice we can speak for all men i don't care you care i care not at all um if it was like a weird fringe situation where it was like oh like a like a full afro down there or something that would be if it was something out of the ordinary for human beings it would be weird <laughs> but it's like really unkempt like i like not even but i'm not like <sighs> no i mean like literally 
there's a, a 0% chance that it's going to be a problem. It's just a, for whatever reason, people have decided that um, they need to do that to look a certain way. But right. it's not, it is a thing dictated by like 5% of men who are like super, super like, like no ifs, ands, or front butts about it. <laughs> but like the 95% of men who are good don't care. And that 5% is like, Entourage douchebags. Yes. They may be into each other. Or, like, uh, it is for some. Listen, I don't want to, like, be. <laughs> I don't want to kink shame you don't anyone wanna or anything. Bush shame. Yeah, or non bush shame. But if, like, someone's, like, super adamant, like, no, you cannot have pubic hair, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. That's, like,. I understand a preference, but if someone's, like, super hardcore about it, that's, like, don't listen to that guy. That guy has a thing. That guy does not represent all guys. And if you're with a guy who wants to shave you, run. (laughs) Yeah, that's a serial killer, actually. Yeah, that is a red flag. Yeah, I think, but the thing is, is the people that are the weirdest have the loudest voices, usually. So then, they, you know, with any group, you think, oh, this is how it's supposed (laughs) to be. It's funny to hear that from someone with a podcast. By Damn the way. it! <laughs> um, speaking of that, uh, Colonel Jeff. But that acc- is true. You are right. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks, Colonel Jeff. Accidentally recorded a conversation during the break, and I'm just dying to know what that conversation sounded like. Just all kinds of shit talk. I'm sure. That was the political discussion, right? I mm-hmm. think it was. And Allison was off dealing with the plumber and he accidentally pressed record. I think he's got something up his sleeve. I feel like I get enough uh, depressing political talk via Twitter. I don't no, think I want to hear that. I'm kidding. And it's all like there's so much that I think, oh, I agree with so much of this, but there, I don't know. I I don't want to stick my head in the sand, but I also just don't need an asshole all the time where I just want to escape things that I can't change or do anything about. Well, when you say you don't want an asshole, you mean a back <laughs> vagina? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I was going to talk a little about depression and postpartum, but maybe we should skip over that and go to Thursday. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm up for whatever. I don't want to Yeah, you know, you are the host. You are conscious of time. Well, yeah. Really quick, how about this? I'll say I definitely dealt with some of this. Number one, postpartum, but also just depression in general. But her description of feeling like she was sepia-toned, like, that's yeah. exactly... It was such a well... That visual is just perfect. I mean, that's... I couldn't even think of a better way of putting it. But I love the fact that... She, you know, that she talks about these kinds of things and she's also funny and she's just well-rounded, but I don't know. I don't know if Jen, if you want to talk about your experience with any of this, but. Uh, I didn't have depression. I had more anxiety with it postpartum. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's different for everybody. Like she was saying, uh, yeah, I do appreciate her kind of view on it and her ability to share it yet. Keep it kind of uh, relatable and yes. a little bit lighthearted as well. Um, yeah. I agree. Like, anxiety, like, in what way? Like, were you afraid a steak knife was going to fly through the air <laughs> at a restaurant? 
No, um, I had it with my second. So the second is more for me is more, um, you know, you have one already and my older, um, kid already has like a speech and language, um, delays and anxiety disorder herself. So I have to, there's a certain kind of care I give for her. So to be able to handle both kids at the same time, it was more like anxiety, like what have I done? How am I going to do this? What do I do next? It's more like each second is very um, em- like dire and emergency and you're always on and you can't just relax. Um, as far as like a steak knife or in that, no, you're with your second one. You're like, here, stranger, can you hold my kid? I need to do something. <laughs> so no, and you, take, you, know, yes. you take them out public and it doesn't there's it doesn't matter where they're placed at the table or if they're crying you like you don't care it's just you take care of your stuff so it's not that way it's not like it's more like daily activities that were more involved with the anxiety rather than general life oh yeah like just taking care of the normal things that you're used to i think yeah. one thing i was really scared of and this is like once i got you know i wanted two so i did it back to back my kids mm-hmm. are the same age apart that Sam and Elliot are. So they're like pretty close. That's and, really close. Yeah. And it, so it was crazy. That part was crazy. And I didn't realize how crazy it was until I had had my second. But the feeling guilty about mm-hmm. bringing a new baby in and changing the dynamic that's already great. Where you're just right. like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? What's going to be, you know, how can this, you know, perfect family of three yeah. accommodate a fourth you know and how's it going to change everything and of course it was amazing but still it's just that guilt and the anxiety of that was for me especially and then afterwards was I did a lot of things on my own and it was just really mm-hmm. really hard <laughs> really really hard yeah I mean it, I had a birth that was hard that was me in the hospital in five days my Ugh. baby nick you for five days so it was like you have all that so you come home not knowing your kid because they've been in the NICU for so long. Um, it, it's hard to, to relate to uh, your second one because how are they going to fit in? So, and, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff. On my, thankfully, I have a very supportive husband. So we do like a man-on-man defense. But um, every day is, is just pretty much me during the day. So, yeah, that's really hard. Um, I'm glad I try to do back-to-back because my brother and I are a year and a half apart and we're really mm-hmm. close. Um, and I, I love my relationship with my brother and it's very, very close. And so now, but they're three years apart, um, which I'm glad for now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was exactly the same. My brother and I are 13 months apart and I wanted it to be, we were best friends and I just wanted it to have, but I, you know, once you have kids, you realize you're not repeating anything and maybe taking some time in between would have been better. Um, it, it just it you know it all evens itself out eventually. It does. It does. Yeah. I mean, it was just you know even my son was fifteen you know sixteen months old when my daughter was born. Just that sibling rivalry kind of started early, where it's like you don't even remember being an only child. The same that Elizabeth was, was talking about with her kids, but still, I but mean, we can't live without each other. Only child is hard because my three year old yes. does remember time without her daughter, oh. without my. So she definitely. It's definitely there, but yeah. What are you going to (laughs) do? I know. Um, You just roll with what you chose to do. Yeah. Good question. No. (laughs) People started talking about babies, and I was like, fuck this, and I disconnected. (laughs) I'm a motherfucking man. No, sorry. I I accidentally closed Skype for a second. (laughs) Yeah, bro. No pubes, bro. Clean plate. 
So, but no, I was gonna ask. Super inappropriate to ask now, but how how far apart are you and your sister? Because you mentioned you and your brother are, are relatively close. My oh, my sister and I are three years apart. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she was an, a surprise. I think they're you know talking about the whole divorce thing that Daniel was talking about. How you know kids are always told that they're not the reason, but they really are. <laughs> And I realize that that is really, wow. that is really true. It is something you tell your kids. And I think later on, talk, especially talking to my dad, where he's like, "Hey, I just couldn't handle the chaos." I'm like, "Thanks, Dad." But <laughs> by know, chaos, you meant you and your siblings. Pretty much. I realize that I think is what David Huntsberger was saying that it just expedites the process of a bad relationship. If you're already headed that way, it's just going to make it quicker. And I think my sister came along. My dad may or may not be her dad, and my mom sprung that on us when my sister was like twenty or twenty five. Like, oh, by the way, your dad might not be here, but ha, 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 let's just have let's finish finish our lunch at uh, Marie Callender's and laugh about it. <laughs> but I'm gonna get that cheesecake and go, get it to go so I can cry in the car. Thank you. <laughs> yes, but the you know I think we talked about this before about the third child being the divorced child, and then I think Rafi, you told me you were the third child, and then I took my foot out of my mouth. Yes, I was the third child. Um, my sister, the middle child, is like uh, two years older than me. And then my oldest sister is like another year older, I think. And I am also the youngest of three, by the way. And my Yeah, my middle brother is two and a half years older than me. And my oldest brother is like 12 years older. It's a long story. Um, Whoa. But yeah, yeah. Um, did your parents get divorced shortly after you were born? <laughs> well, <laughs> funny or did they story. Wait Six years, hey, like mine did. Oh, that's mm. weird. They waited till my birthday on my 18th birthday. They're like, "Listen, we've been trying to tell you you're not terrible for this entire time. We have been lying. It has been a struggle. The struggle is real. It is over." You know, no, in uh, fairness, my sister was seven when my parents got divorced, so I can't blame her. I'm sure it was all of us, and my parents just shouldn't have been together. But Well, if, if certain people uh, – this is just me making shit up – but if certain people should be dating but maybe shouldn't get married, it kind of follows that certain people might be okay to be married, but maybe their marriage wouldn't survive if they had kids. But, mm-hmm. um, but if they went into it knowing that they wanted kids, then maybe they just – fucking married the wrong person like there's the, to to say that like as Daniel was joking about that like oh if you have kids it'll you know lead to divorce maybe who you chose to get married to is part of that also right you're already on the divorce path whether you know it or not yeah well since we're already talking about Thursday a little bit let's talk about the fact that we are her little quiche tartlets I can definitely wrap my mouth around some of those puppies okay. I also didn't say the name of the episode. The voiceovers, go-to jokes, being too eager, and, of course, David Huntsberger, which I'm so glad that he's back. And we talked a little bit about this on the Facebook page just shortly, uh, just a little while ago, about somebody saying that his voice sounded like hashtag Al's. And I swear I've had that. Where I'm like, is that Al saying that comment? And it's their voices aren't the same at all. But there's a tone that Al gets when he's kind of joking, and it has a David Huntsberger tone to it. That's funny. Like I, I would, I would say that they don't have the same voice at all. Also, but I do. When you say that they have the same tone, I do kind of agree with that. Especially when Hashtag Hale's doing his like high, high pitched like I'm jokey voice now. 
Yep. So, no Jenna, again, she's still on her big road trip, and of course we already teased that there's some drama, and I can't wait to hear about that. It is different when Jenna's not on. The dynamic is always different if somebody's missing, but I love that Al's still there for it. You know, like, hey, I'm part of the show. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to his bonus Patreon episode. By the way, people mm. who don't donate to the Patreon, I, I as someone who donates, I genuinely suggest it. Even if you donate only once for like five bucks, it's worth it to get access to all the old episodes, the bonus episodes for a month. So consider it. I, I did not donate to any podcast before Allison got fired from the Corolla show, even though I'd been listening to podcasts for like 10 years at that point. I was just kind of broke and didn't feel like doing it. But now that I've started, it's not a big deal to kick a podcast, you know, two bucks here or there, five bucks here or there. So if you can do it, consider it. We should do it. Everybody should do it. You shouldn't listen for free. The hell are we like some kind of squatters in her podcast? So, uh, yep. Raphael, and this of course is to everybody, but he might be <laughs> more surprised about this. And also Brittany would feel very surprised about this. They're talking about voiceovers and the fact I also thought David Huntsberger probably for sure did voiceovers, but I think that you'd be really surprised to know that I really always wanted to do this. <laughs> <laughs> To do voiceovers? I was going to try to get you to do some voices, but it seems like you're volunteering. No! This is the thing. This is something that I think would be amazing to do. But judging by my performance, anytime I do any kind of a voice, it's, first of all, horrible. Number two, I'm asked to do it on demand. I can't do it. I totally choke. What was the name of the game that we were playing? I meant to look it up Uh, and I can't remember, but it was like you you have to do... Different accents. Irish and people accents in the game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if that was it, I would be a winner. <laughs> but this game was just, I was so bad at it. And anyway, I, voiceovers always thought, oh, I can go into a booth and just like do all my fun voices, but my voices suck and I'm not good at it. So I don't know, I, I don't know what the hell. Oh, I'm sure Brittany will get a good laugh about that. Um, well, I, just looked it, I just looked it up. It's called Utter Nonsense. Correct. Sorry, go ahead, Trice. <laughs> uh, what's funny, when, when, I, when they started talking about voiceovers, I was like, oh, are we on this episode going to try and do like voiceover voices to see how it sounds? Go for it. <laughs> uh, n- Be angry. Well, Be angry we, that I have too much bush. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's... That's, we need to get in the therapist chair a little bit and talk Apparently, about why that's the place either. that your brain went to. <laughs> Be angry. Wow, okay. Uh, I might direct you to my mental illness happy hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, that still doesn't explain it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh, oh but no, gosh. I thought, you know, we were going to do like in a world or whatever. Yeah, um, do that. But, in a world well, where there's too much blood. <laughs> <laughs> that I can't that would be an interesting voiceover like I don't know where, what would the next sentence be like there's there's not that's like a well, Van Wilder take it away Raffi the next line is always one man <laughs> oh that's true he's gonna do but um See, we could do Adam Sandler is. we could do a voiceover game of telephone so we just have to go from one no not telephone what's the other one where you add on to the game oh this is fun but i don't want to participate i'll just uh I'm oh. <laughs> get some skin in the game and or bush 
Um, no, I was going to say when, when people have told me that I have like a good voice for radio or something, and I've always thought, cause like I've said, I do a lot of stupid voices. I don't know if any of them are good. I'm not going to do any now, but I always think, yeah, how hard can it be to get into this line of work? But I'm not I in know. the city for it. I don't well, know. I, I should be doing it. But okay. Well, number one, you were awesome at utter nonsense. Didn't you win for starters? I mean, you were amazing at it. For yeah, starters. I won. Also, I think it'd be really fun for Allison to play this game on her show, like just a, a short couple, you know, a couple of rounds where they do, you know, the hick accent or they do the orgasm one or whatever it is <laughs> that I was bad at all of them. But it would be really fun um, to hear them do it, though. Well, I think you would be good at voiceover because you have a like calm, soothing, pleasant voice. But Maybe I don't know do if that's what they want ASMR. in voiceover. <laughs> oh, you absolutely should do ASMR, and you should charge for it because you would get into some weird shit. <laughs> get your hands but, out of your uh, pants, boys. I mean, girls. Everybody end up what? stepping on raw eggs or something. Oh my gosh! Oh, that takes me back to not OC Weekly. There was another local classifieds around here that was looking for. <laughs> I didn't. Uh-oh. I didn't respond. <laughs> Go on. It was a foot fetish thing where you step on bugs and they were going to video, like, record it. And um, anyway. um, I understand the foot fetish thing. I don't understand the stepping on live things part of it. I don't understand any of it. But they wanted someone with big feet to step on it. And I have big feet. (laughs) 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 Let's just be honest. We have, Brittany and I have a friend that does voiceover work i don't i've only met her a handful of times she's a really good friend of a really good friend of ours and she does the voice for emily on clifford and a lot of other voices and i thought you know i've got an in (laughs) she's also on uh, mental illness happy hour too which i didn't realize she was on there so i'm like oh wow her name was great by the way okay it's interesting to look that up oh i know who that is like i don't like know her but i know she does like a bunch of cartoon voices doesn't she yeah, and That's crazy. My, our friend, the guy who's the singer that you that we talked about, Rocky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, her name's Gray Delisle, right? Yes, Gray Delisle. Okay, and he's yeah. really good friends with her. That's how oh, I met her. But that's how I, that's what I figured. But that's awesome. Yeah. So there's an oh. N right there, Rafi. Yeah. So I googled it. Yeah. That's that's. I need to. I think. I don't know if I missed this episode. I'll I'll listen to this one. Yeah, it was actually pretty a pretty good episode. It was very uh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. I was trying to get my friends what? to listen. I'm like, hey, Gray's been on an episode of a podcast. You guys can listen to a podcast I am on God. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, when you started saying that you and Brittany have a friend, I thought this was going in the foot Uh-oh. fetish direction. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I 100% thought you were going to say, yeah, we have a friend that, you know, she steps on, you know, live mice on webcam. Oh, my oh. gosh. We do have a friend that's a, a winger and i wouldn't put it past her to do stuff sure. like that either um, <laughs> that's actually kind of a leap from swinging right. to, really to killing weird. live animals well, with your feet you're into weird things you're gonna step on stuff too why not i don't uh, know i, I like to like leap, those are okay? different <laughs> well we know this is about you but like that's that's you know there's you a know difference how I like between to people together <laughs> i mean i you've made that very clear <laughs> hey realist I really want to hear Allison's VO auditions. I didn't realize she was oh, doing these things. Yes. By the way, You've, can I say my, yes. my very favorite 
thing in the world is when Allison does voices like the the Pitzer student who is like over to use the word from this episode overly eager, or uh, the Logan Juice parents. Oh, yes. Or she does it, it's it comes up only every once in a while, but she's actually very good at those, and I always love when she does like funny voices about things. I'm curious. I love those too, but I'm curious to know what she went out for. Like she thought, oh, I'm going to be the new voice of. What is it? You know, I like, forget what, what she it? mentioned. It was like, yeah, I forget. I forget what she actually said. And she said, "Kendall, oh no, Kendall Nook." And she made the joke about, <laughs> "I know you want this Nook," but she didn't mean it that way. <laughs> she made some like unintentionally like uh, Randy statements this episode about like the Nook <laughs> thing and then being thirsty and uh, that sort of thing. Oh, and oral. <laughs> Oral sex, I think. O- oral pleasure, A-U-R-A-L. Ooh. Getting quiet. Getting <laughs> weird. <laughs> Honest, I'm going to back away from the microphone. <laughs> no, just stay right there. We need to hear your, your voice orally. So, <laughs> do you guys have people that have go-to jokes? Because I know, I, we, have all, we all have friends that have the go-to jokes, or... You know, Daniel has his, and the fact, you know, my husband does, and I'm sure I have something where you say, oh, I don't feel like I repeat myself, but I'm sure I do. And we kind of look at each other like, oh, we're going down that road because there's some uh, virgin ears that haven't heard this gem. But um, do either of you have, or either of you, do any of you have, like maybe the stepdad or the dad joke, the thing that is always said or just sticks with you? T.S.? I know... Oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, no. for once, ahead, I'm going to say someone's name. <laughs> oh, cool voice. Like, uh, <laughs> I mentioned it before on here, but I have the, because people do tell me that I have a good voice or whatever, voice for radio, and I say, and I got the face for it, too. I also, when I get my hair cut and people say, you cut your hair, I say, no, someone cut it for me, or something like that. If someone says... It, like oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 The disdain. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> that was like like Your a ticket. Every good. dad joke anyone has ever said. <laughs> yes. Good thing the video is not on. I would I I would have loved to have seen the face that accompanied that. Oh, voice. heavy eye <laughs> roller. <laughs> But yeah, that's the problem with with these repetitive jokes is that they're not usually very good. Right. And Daniel's joke was a little rough. I mean, it's funny to us because we're laughing at him, but not with him. But also, I loved how much David Huntsberger was in love with Daniel's stepdad and his his sayings or his his tight pussy shirt. Just everything. Like he was just like, (laughs) yes, I love this guy. Which, yeah, we all love this guy, but not having to be raised by him, I'm sure, in Tucson. There's a difference between, like, dad joke and, like, weird, gross stepdad joke, where you don't want him to be your actual stepdad. Um, But Daniel had made that joke before on the podcast, and it was like, oh, that's not a bad joke. But it was like, he was so upset with Allison because the context was just completely gone. And he had to repeat this joke that was completely unnatural to the situation. I think the the only saying that I can think of, and it's one from my husband's grandfather, and he would say, if you're going to be a turd, go lay in the yard. <laughs> and we still use that one, which doesn't really make any sense, but it makes, a, it's not really helpful, but it's it's kind of funny. If you have pets, 
If you right. don't have pets, it's weird. Like you're just telling your kid that there's crap in the yard. Hey, there's if you're human be a turd, turds go in the be, yard. Go lay in the yard. You're telling them to go shit in the yard, basically. If there's no shit there you're already, no, that's no, where uh, you shit. Hashtag Alpine in the garage, but. Jen, do you have any of these, like, any relatives that say jokes, or do you, does your husband have these kind of, like, oh, I'm going to say my one joke? I don't think he has, like, something specific that he says. It's just more like his approach to when mm-hmm. he's he's just, like, very dry and very sarcastic. So it's like trying to get a straight answer out of him when mm-hmm. you want to. Yeah. So I think I roll my eyes a lot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't think that- Anything I like, know the feeling. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think like it's the um there's nothing specific. I think the uh it's more like when you get around in laws that love to tell the same like embarrassing story about your significant uh-huh. other and you know you've heard it the whole time but they think it's funny. So but no no real like definite like joke every single time. So T S what about you? I do have a dad daddish Ooh. joke about if I get a haircut and someone asks me, hey, you cut your hair. And I'm like, oh, actually, I was shaving and I, I missed. Um, which is, <laughs> so it's, you guys both it's, have it's an okay jokes. Joke. <laughs> yeah, because, by the way, women, by the way, love to, when you cut your hair, women are like, oh, you cut your hair. And I'm like, what I want to say is like, hey, stop paying attention to me. This attention yes. feels uncomfortable. But See, what I do I is do make a joke. I do the same thing where I'm like, I just want to say something more awkward so you'll stop looking at my hair or for, so no one else will look. I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm finally wearing something new. Everybody look somewhere else, please. <laughs> yeah. Also, I joke about death more than Ew. is appropriate in a workplace environment. Sometimes oh, like, sort of like, Hey, where are you going? Like we were going to a, a team meeting for my for my little group at work uh, the last uh, two weeks ago, and someone's like, "Hey, where are you going?" I was like, "Well, eventually the grave," uh, and that's my sort of. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Thank you. Wait, so okay. when you're at we... lunch, they're looking in your locker for a manifesto. Well, that's on my computer. They can just check. It note. <laughs> we both have jokes about about haircuts and. We both talk about death too much. I feel like we should be better friends. <laughs> it's true. You need to text me. <laughs> me? You have Let's my make number, this right? happen. See, this is this is how it happens. This is you know, Allison was talking about she wants a <laughs> relationship with Mindy Cohn. You just gotta ask. I was, you just <laughs> I, I was gonna mention that. Well, because I was thinking about Allison. I was like, it I, I sent this tweet for her birthday that Megan once told him referred to Allison as our queen. And like I didn't think that was weird at all because it's the most accurate way to describe our relationship with her and i was like i need i need to if i tweet this she's gonna think like he's like a weird fan but like because i i kind of know her and megan definitely knows her i feel like are we like can i call her my friend because i do because you've been to her house Mm -hmm. and you wait what when did that happen (laughs) Uh, it's coming up on a year. I'm gonna mention that next week, but um, oh, I'm kidding. Um, you sat on her couch. I forgot. I forgot where I was going. Hair. I did not sit on her couch. Oh, um, you sat on a chair. I sat on. <laughs> I sat in Greg's chair and another chair. Uh, oh no, chairs? chair. No, it was the same chair oh, because okay. I went off to the side. Then I came to the table. Um, I I don't know if these things are kicking in or if I just got distracted because I'm an idiot. You mean all the sugar and the shrimp I mean, waffles? Yeah, the, the Titan IPA I'm, that I'm drinking. Yes, and the beer with the sugar and the... 
I just became Bill Cosby. <laughs> and the beer and the sugar. The beer with the sugar and the rape <laughs> allegations. <laughs> 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 See, I can do voiceover work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Allison's brother visited her, which is nice because we don't hear much about uh, Allison's family. Well, her siblings we hear about maybe a little less than her parents, but in my notes, I, I have it written down as a bro for Allison's brother. Um, <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. They're and- twins. So, which one was it when she's like my brother? But they're twins, right? That's so, yeah. Right. Well, they're interchangeable. Maybe they were oh, okay. there. <laughs> they were playing. <laughs> also, the 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 eagerness conversation where uh, eager as a sort of um uh, to mean thirsty or needing approval or whatever. Um, it's funny. Like I can hear in my mind people saying eager as a very sort of teenage type, sort of needing not appreciating someone trying to be liked or trying to be cool. Like the fact that someone is trying trying period yes. is like oh that person is eager yes. so eager why are you eager <laughs> and you know they all talk about it in different ways where it could be taken different ways and it depends on who's saying it and in what context but i'd rather hear ambitious than eager for sure because it does have a, a tinge of desperation no matter how you spin it i think Kind of, but like if someone said, if someone was talking about a coworker, like, yeah, they're very ambitious. I was like, oh, are you, what do you mean by that? Because like mm. there are, depending like on the, with the, the environment, type thing. <laughs> that is not what I thought at all. Oh. It's weird that went there. Angry Bush, sleeping with the boss. All right. Wow. Uh, but no, like depending on the, depending on the context, there people, you can call someone like ambitious and that can mean like ruthless or whatever, like trying mm. to. Very much trying to do a certain thing. An eager beaver. Got it. Full circle. <laughs> Sorry. It really does come full circle or full bush. Let's talk about our favorite JMOs or JMO conversations. TS, did you pick a JMO to talk about? I did not, but I did write down all of the JMOs. Oh, Salisbury. Mm, <laughs> so yes. On the, on the Monday episode, they went. <laughs> someone. Hold on. Let's see if I wrote it down. Uh, I can't read who I wrote. Someone wrote down that I don't know where Salisbury is, but it has to suck based on Salisbury steaks, basically. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. It's funny because I think she couldn't read the name either. <laughs> this person is going to go unnamed forever. But Salisbury steak. Okay, when I was a kid, those Swanson TV dinners, Salisbury steak was the shit, man. Uh, as someone who's eaten many... Uh, 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 mediocre to okay frozen dinner. Uh, I don't hate Salisbury steaks. If I went to a restaurant, there's no goddamn way I would ever order <laughs> Salisbury steak. But as as part of like a like a two dollar and fifty cent microwavable lunch, they're perfectly adequate. Oh, I witnessed a real Salisbury steak faux pas one time. Uh, we were all in Tombstone, uh, us and some friends in Tombstone, Arizona, and we went into this place, this restaurant, to order food. And one of their specials was Salisbury steak, where I thought, well, if they made it homemade, it's probably pretty good. It's less gritty and whatever. So our they asked how we wanted it cooked. Now, to me, that's like asking how you want a meatloaf cooked. You uh, all the way is how you cook it. Although, <laughs> Fair enough. Right with a steak, yes, I want it rare. But with Salisbury steak, you want that thing like burnt. Or at least cook Yeah, there's way. less trust with the Salisbury yes, steak. Yes, so... Finger quotes around that steak. <laughs> yes, Salisbury steak. Exactly. 
Salisbury's the truest part of that statement. Yeah, so he ordered it rare, and I didn't think to say anything because I was—I don't know. I'm—I realize I'm very judgmental on other people's orders, right, Rafi? <laughs> but I tried to keep my nose out of it, and it came, and it was like a rare Salisbury steak. It's disgusting. He was like, "I think I made a mistake with this one." I'm like, yeah, you kind of did. It, it got worse. Blah. Although, Go. if I was in Salisbury or Salisbury, I'm pretty sure pretty damn tasty. And I would definitely go there. I feel like that might be some sort of old-timey racial slur. Like, <laughs> Salisbury steak is like like a cheap, bad steak. Of course you're going to say that I'm saying something racial. I and mean, my batting average is pretty good so far. But, yeah, no, but, much. like, Salisbury steak is like like a, like a Cleveland steamer or something. <laughs> An Alabama hot oh, pocket. Um, I've not heard that one before. <laughs> Ravi, do you have a jammer to talk about? You know, I thought I wasn't going to, but mm. then I heard a JMO that infuriated me. Oh, good. And it was not the one from Thursday. Why can I not remember anyone's oh, fucking Lee. names from Lee? Don't worry, I'll talk uh, about that one. Unless <laughs> unless Jen wants to. <laughs> the the JMO that got me in a rage. I was in my car at the time Uh-oh. is from Navy Seals and Crofts at Of Rice and Men. Oh, when listening to Concerto featuring Double <laughs> oh, Bassoon yes. under unobtainable whimsy of a theoretical triple bassoon, uh-huh. I wanted to punch my windshield. <laughs> now, <laughs> I know I'm a yeah, terrible somebody's person. Somebody's trying very hard. I'm never in a good mood. But when I heard this, I sunk even lower than I've ever been. And and then also, how do you guys pronounce bassoon? Because they were they kept saying bassoon, and that was making me angry as well. <laughs> I think that you were just already angry after the initial whimsy. <laughs> I think I, bassoon is the more normal pronunciation. Bassoon, yeah. Bassoon? Probably not. Jen? I was half listening to that part I really didn't understand what they were talking about and then finally when they started saying oh it's like a pickle or it's like I'm like oh talking about a bassoon <laughs> so <laughs> I thought it was just because I wasn't really paying attention but okay. I, it, was, it was too much for a JMO a I, JMO is not maybe high class JMO baloney <laughs> just say what you mean thank and, you it's baloney it's a New Yorker cartoon submitted as a JMO yeah exactly. <laughs> okay so New I have my mad because <laughs> <laughs> they, he's at the complaint office and he says the New Yorker and anyway um, the, I have the dictionary app pulled up oh with boy. the word bassoon okay. loaded Okay. bassoon the correct way is bassoon not bassoon so who's Allison the, who's is the usually buffoon? perfect <laughs> exactly who's the buffoon uh, Allison's usually perfect with her pronunciation but uh, I'm gonna have to bring this up at some time <laughs> Maybe the next time you're in her house. You Which can could bring, be next week. I am to going to your, California. Oh, that's right. You're going to leave Wonder- me in the dust. You're like, yeah, I'm coming to your <laughs> house. Cool, right. I'm actually going to be at Allison's house. And I'm going to bring my bassoon and sit on, and just casually bring it into her house and see if she mentions it so I can correct her. We can carpool <laughs> when you go babysit. That oh, you weren't true. supposed to tell them that. Sorry. <laughs> What's going on? I'm, I'm not. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, she was talking about how is she possibly going to go to the dentist and whatever. And I definitely offered, you know, you can definitely drop Elliot over at my house. But I think Grandma would probably want to watch him more than uh, some random crazy fan. It's true. You might get trumped. But you might also be like a backup. Oh. Or like she might be like, oh, this this lady looks actually a little bit like me. This is like a single white female situation. Oh, my God. She hosts a show about my show. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like uncomfortable about my boobs and she has like super big boobs. This is like she's going to steal my husband. This is a whole thing. <laughs> and I love Twin Peaks. This is my in. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. You've been talking to Daniel on I Twitter for like three years. I can watch Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. Tell me that, tell me that joke again, da- Daniel. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> You just kill me. Oh well, the JMO that I wanted to talk about was from Lee Bruns. I he talked about the duck duck goose and the duck duck gray duck, which is f- complete bullshit. Number one, okay, maybe you're raised with it and so it's normal to you. I love how mad David Huntsberger was about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I loved it, and nobody's heard of this. They said it's from Minnesota. I know he's in South Dakota, which. To me, they're all the same, you know, because I'm really good about my... Say that a lot. Oh, out of kind of your racism. <laughs> you're, you're somewhere over there on the right side of the wrong side. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, anyway. So, if you think about the game, duck, duck, because you're ducking, and then the goose is the one that has to get up and go, it makes more sense, in a way, than duck, duck, gray duck. Is the gray duck, like, the best... Like, is this... Like, racial? What the hell? Is it the bad duck? Hmm. A good um, question. Yeah, I don't know why, like, if they see an actual goose in the sky, would they say, hey, look at that gray duck? Or would they say goose? Like, they know the word for goose. So <laughs> how did this fucking happen? This, no offense. It seems like, uh, <laughs> I just don't like anything from that region, how they say anywhere. <laughs> I'm sure Megan is super happy to hear that. Hey, she moved out here, didn't she? Yeah. I, I do true. have to say, I do have oh, to God. say, in defense, in defense, I think, well, when looking it up, because I was wondering, what is a great duck? Why do they call that? Originally, the game was called Daisy and the Dell. And if you think duck, duck, gray duck is bad, they would have to go, Daisy and the Dell, I don't pick you. Daisy and the Dell, uh, I don't pick you. Uh, Daisy and the Dell, I do pick you. Like, so uh, I think that it got trimmed down to gray duck and then to goose. I, I thought it was fine. I just think it's hilarious how everyone got all up in arms about. <laughs> well, <going back. laughs> but I like the how they're also like, nobody's going to wait for two syllables. If you hear gray, you're up. You could just say duck, duck, it's gray. <laughs> it is oh. true, though. Like, you can't be like, oh, you know, hold on. duck, you might not say duck, 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 constabulary <laughs> suspension of <laughs> habeas corpus. Like, you can't, you have to be like duck, duck, goose. Yes. You guys are in just a hurry, and that's what's wrong with the youth today. Everyone's in a hurry. <laughs> just need to slow down. <laughs> I guess that's I've true. Been mistake, I've been mistaken for a young, a young person. I'll take it. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? I think Gray Duck is a great place to end this wonderful episode about Allison's show. Single Gray Duck female. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. I can't. Yeah. Anyhow, 
It's been fun. It's that, been real. It's could, been real fun. <laughs> that could be a sequel to a single white female, single gray female. They're just all older now. It's an old lady oh trying to take over <laughs> another old lady's life. Gray bush. Let's call it gray bush. <laughs> <laughs> single gray bush. <laughs> wow. I think we have something there. That'll be my next uh. podcast. After Elizabeth Lame's Lame Bush podcast, I'll do the Lame Gray podcast. No, I can't be lame. <laughs> well, it will be lame. <laughs> oh, my God. It would okay. be funny to, like, have, like, an Elizabeth Lame podcast, but spelled the exact same way. But, like, no, my name's not Elizabeth Lame. It's just a, it's an inside joke. You wouldn't get it. Yes. Oh, God. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. If uh, you guys want to be on the show and have a lot of fun, email me, bfancast at gmail.com. I have a thank you for being a fan that is going to be coming out soon. I recorded it last week and I've taken a long time to edit it, but I promise it's coming out. And if anyone wants to be on that, come talk about how much you love Allison. Um, hit me up. Uh, that was really uh, professional. So, follow, <laughs> yeah. follow. hey girl, hey. <laughs> Fucking internet, man. <laughs> oh, slip into my DMs, won't you? No, uh, follow <laughs> the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMO's and BFFs. Co-host Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me on this show every week. You see what happens when you don't volunteer to be a guest? You get this every week. Um, you can also find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter. And really quick, I wanted to mention I was... I occasionally but it's rare now i run out of podcasts so i go back and listen to some old ones and i listened to daniel on the pro you podcast which i mentioned on here when it first came out but you know walking through target and he's like describing you exactly is kind of weird so maybe i just especially like the episode because i can relate but i still think it's worth checking out and that's the pro you podcast and also, Jenna finally tweeted about her special that she filmed in Utah. It's been out for, what, one or two weeks now? It's on vidangel.com. Still not a Pino site. So you guys should check it out. It's called Fun to Hug. And I think that's all. Also, shout out to Rachel. Why haven't you broken up with me yet? Aww. That's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I will add that to your vows. <laughs> oh, God. Don't get me started on those vows. Oh, Trice, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and when Raphael needs to change the subject. Um, shout outs, oh, by the way, to Mika, uh, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. She's on Twitter at Mika DIY. Uh, I bring this up just because she tweeted while we started recording and I sent her a message saying, hey, you should be on the podcast again. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, I would love to. So now I'm calling her out and forcing her to back up her word and be on the podcast. Look forward to her in the near future. Do it, Mika. And you're at TSDCX. Whether you wanted to say it or not, I'm just going to go ahead and put yeah, it there. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I retweet a bunch of political shit mixed with jokes. You don't have to follow me. It's fine. I am a bummer on Twitter. It's okay. It's all good stuff. And Jen, where can we find you? I just want to plug, if anybody in their area wants to do a walk on June 24th, you don't have to be in my area. You can be anywhere. Uh, you want to do Climb Out of the Darkness, it's uh, crowdrise.com and then COTD for Climb Out of the Darkness 2017, bringing awareness to uh, maternal mental illness like postpartum depression, like we talked about before, um, you know, bipolar, pregnancy, depression, all of that. Um, just bring more awareness to it and go out and walk uh, and just get a bunch of people together. That's all. Nice. Very nice. Um, next week, I will be seeing you in my dining room. 
Jen and Rafi. I wish TSU were two. Uh, it is a softer no than it was yesterday. Like, because I was at work and someone was asking me, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, uh, in a couple of weeks and weekends, and I was like, oh, I don't know, nothing. Uh, hanging out with a friend for a thing, maybe. I have this thing in Southern California that I would like to go to, but my car is kind of, it's kind of iffy. I don't know about the road trip. And they were like, oh, why don't you rent a car? And I was like, oh, shit, I never thought of that. I could I could rent a car and just drive down. So Ooh. maybe, maybe. I, I will let extra? you know. Yay. I will okay, let you, be awesome. In the next 72 hours, I will let you know. Okay, perfect. So I'll see two of the three of you next week, hopefully all three. A few more next week. I'm so excited. We're going to record from my dining room. And we'll maybe do a little recording in the shed just so we could say we did a shed show. But <laughs> until next week, Brittany, I love you. Thank you and good night. Traffic. Try to hurry up, right? Bye. Alright, bye.